Now we're joined by two people who work with patients on a daily basis at Liverpool Hospital in southwest Sydney. And it's my great pleasure now to welcome a nurse, a clinical nurse consultant, and also a psycho-oncology social worker. Can you introduce yourself and, and, and in a nutshell tell us what you do? Hi everyone, my name is Teresa Simpson. I'm a psychosocial oncology social worker and work in Liverpool Hospital since 1998. And what do those words mean, a psycho-oncology social worker? What, what is it in plain English? What do you do? Well, it's predominantly working with cancer patients and, um, and we are uh, a team of psychosocial professionals uh, to provide people who have you know, uh, psychological issue or uh, social issue when um, they are in their cancer journey. And Teresa, I know that you've worked with head and neck cancer patients for many years and you have, I feel, a very deep feeling for this group of patients. Talk to me about the longer-term impacts on patients and, and the sort of challenges, you know, that make your heart still crack a little bit even after all this time? I think, you know, as cancer treatment is um, getting better and better results and and we no longer see cancer is um, a life-threatening disease, uh, but more is a chronic illness and, and people surviving longer or living longer with cancer. And with some of our hair and neck cancer, because of the side effect of the treatment, because of um, how the cancer affecting their daily life. Um, and, and to live a long term is, it takes effort, you know, it takes effort to learn with, um, to live with side effect. Uh, Give me some examples of ones that you've noticed people find really tough. Well, probably, change of their appearance, change of their body image, uh, because it's predominantly in this area and it's all these vital organs that is being affected. Um, you know, they, may, they might be dribbling a little bit, uh, they might have dry mouth because of their medication. Or the radiation? Or the radiation, they might have hearing, problem, but there is that hidden uh, disability uh, or changes in their life that they have to um, continue to live day by day. Having a cancer diagnosis is not all negative because it actually, for some people, it opens a door for them to grow, to, to yeah, to grow positively, you know. And Teresa, can I say, you yourself live with a, a significant health issue. So when you say that, you're drawing partly, aren't you, on your own experience. Do you mind just telling us what you live with and, and what insight that gives you into what some head and neck cancer patients go through? So I have a spinal cord tumour back in 2009 and operated on. And um, it's amazing that um, that I didn't end up uh, as a full paraplegic, 
but a partial paraplegic. So I live with a disability. Um, have gone for, uh, you know, surgeries and uh, physiotherapy, occupational therapy. Um, I live with pain, uh, despite the surgery was successful. So I know how our patients feel as being the patient, you know, and, um, and also living with a chronic condition or me living with a physical disability. Um, so I can understand that um, when the patient talking about that they're being stared, um, they could not communicate properly. For me being a migrant, you know, and English is my second language, uh, it's not my native. Uh, so, um, so I understand. There are times that you feel really resentful what's happening to you, but there are other times that, um, that what happened to me or my disability is open another door for me because I, since I found uh, after my, um, my surgery, um, I feel like that I really understand how some of our patients feel. In the uh, stories of the patients we saw at the beginning of this video, people spoke very emotionally about grief and depression and anger. Um, and they talked about some of the things that they do, uh, routine, peer support, going to support groups, getting up and doing something social, uh, wearing clothes and having a cup of coffee or whatever. Yeah. In a nutshell, based on the many head and neck cancer patients that you've worked with over the years, can you give us three or four tips uh, for people watching this who are saying, you know, what can I do to lift my spirits so that I can enjoy my life as best I can? And I think the, probably the first tip is thank you for the advanced healthcare we have that we are survive. We are surviving another day and, and we can continue to live on. We have... Uh, we, and we can make choices of how we living with this chronic condition or disability. What sort of choices? Positive choices. Um, and I think there's a, a balance, um, you know. Um, life is not all about um, good things or happy things, you know. There are a lot of... I get it is up or down, and nobody can be positive at all time. And I think if having that balance, you know, um, rather than say to yourself that I'm fine, I'm doing well, uh, this is good, but also acknowledge your loss and grief, you know, um, and remember um, the achievement you make every day, because it takes courage to live with 
a medical condition or a disability. Um, because it's sometimes so draining, you know, um, that, um, you know, every few sentence you're jubilant, you have to wipe your mouth, you know. But, but that being brave and being, getting yourself out there and um, is the best thing. You know, uh, it's like me uh, using a walking stick, me in a wheelchair that people will be staring at um, is to keep going. If people staring, then smile, because usually they're just curious, you know. But it takes gas, and at the same time, it's very draining. So having that balance, you know, is important. So. If you feel you need to cry, then you cry, you know. It took me three months to cry about my disability. Yeah. Um, and I, not just having tears, I was boring my eyes out and crying like a baby for 15 minutes. And, and there are days that, you know, um, it's particularly hard. Uh, and I'm sure for our head and neck cancer patient, you know. but. If we don't do something that, like depression, being sad, feeling that what's the point to go on with my life, my life is gone, then your life will be gone. So if you have, if you have those feelings of depression, why go on? Because we know there is, for head and neck cancer patients, we do have a higher level of taking our own lives uh, than other cancers. Just in a nutshell, what is your